0: Peace. peace, 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 peace. Power. power. Oh, 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 oh.
1: You are listening to podcast with Garima.
0: Hi, people, or should I say, hi. Welcome to Podcast with Garima. Well, you heard that right. Happy 420 fellow potheads. Bay. You know, we've seen two world wars. Armstrong landing on the moon. From Chernobyl to Coachella. From Pooh to Wonder Woman. From Maharaja Bhog to McDonald's. But for the first time, the cosmic clocks have aligned. The intergalactic world has come together after 100 years to celebrate one entire month of happiness, peace and love. 420 So, uh, what is 420? Okay, let me try and deconstruct this. 420 is a fukedo satsang led by Shri Shri Baba Marle where there are so many fukes and so much you have enough to be very happy to be very happy Well, for starters, some people like to believe 420 is named after the five high school kids Who used to smoke every day at 420? And some believe it's also because the same was Hitler's birthday. Wow. So, cannabis over the years has become more than just a herb, you know, it's become a lifestyle. One plant that can literally give you roti, kapra, makan, everything. Well, now that you know what 420 is, let me tell you how to rock and roll. You will need some trolling papers so you can stick all your anxiety to it a visiting card to hold your self-doubt and then finally crush all your inhibitions there you go light it with all the fire within you and your grass is greener than anyone else's so guys this episode is obviously special because it's 420 right and i've got a twist for you so all you dang and dabbies are you ready to play a game well, rule number one, get your doobies out. Rule number two, everyone gets to smoke, okay? So are you ready for this? Are you already high? All right, every time the word comes up in today's podcast, you have to toke it up. Are we jamming? jamming? Did you miss that? Come on, watch out for the next one. Let's get rolling. So a lot of you who are stoners know what's what. But to sum it up, a joint, jay, spliff, jota, it's all the same, sweetheart. But why have they banned it all? Isn't it like banning happiness? Cannabis helps in treating depression, diabetes, as big as glaucoma and even alcoholism. You know, they say, alcohol kills, weed chills. You don't believe me? Listen to Buddha. Well, apparently he had his own version of keto diet, which included hemp seeds. Listen to Barack Obama. When I was a kid, I I, uh,
1: uh, I inhaled uh, frequently.
0: And of course, our journalists. Ah, <laughs> uh, so much in the name of journalism. But guys, the real reason why this episode is special because today at Podcast with Garima, we have a cannabis activist, a hemprenor, but an anonymous user. Because this And since you guys cannot move your ass out anywhere to celebrate 420, so stay put and let me finish. Now, if you're unfortunate right now and don't have any weed, I'm sorry. You know what? I feel you. I'm in quarantine and no essentials. Alright, people, as promised, I have somebody very special and really baked person with me. He likes to call himself... N but I have chosen a great nickname for him the anonymous user. So yes, welcome to podcast with Garima N. How are you today?
1: I'm all right Garima. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Did what you excited. wake and bake today? Always. Always. Did you go potty? Everything good?
1: Everything good. It's the challenging times for everybody. Really Tell hard. us
0: one tip that you want to give all your boom tribe out there. Just like one thing they can do to survive quarantine.
1: Well... Just stock up on a lot of munchies because that's the only way you're surviving.
0: What's your favorite munchie?
1: I'm actually, I've turned over a new leaf and I've gotten really healthy in the last couple of years. So my favorite go-to munchie right now is a protein bar.
0: You know, I so agree with you because I have switched from kurkure and nachos and, you know, blue lace. I have switched on to hemp seeds. Like good salad bars, if you go, like they give you your salad topped with hemp seeds and all.
1: I went to a cafe recently in Delhi, which was like, it, its whole theme is around hemp.
0: Oh, and, nice. Where uh, is that?
1: It's in Sharper It's called, it's actually called THC. Uh, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, but they had to really like take out all hemp products from their menu because the police made a whole scene about it. And that's, and that's honestly the education challenge that we're fighting across the world, right? To kind of... so is that, that they cafe
0: working? Like, can people go there now?
1: Yeah, you can go. You can have normal things, of course. It still has your normal food. But, oh, all but there nothing has, with uh, hemp. Is, yeah. All is oh, gone. That's
0: sad. Gone. I feel sad about the person who started it. Now that you are also actually venturing into this whole ganjapreneurship thing, just tell us about that a little.
1: Well, while you can call it ganjapreneur, but technically it's hemppreneurship.
0: Hemppreneurship, um, sure. Uh,
1: so we, uh, me and four of my right friends and now business partners. I've started a company called teraphilic. Uh teraphilic. teraphilic. Yeah, Teraphilic essentially is an amalgamation of two words, terra and philic. Mm-hmm. Uh, terra is Latin for earth, and okay. philic is, um, philic essentially means to be in love with something or being obsessed with something rather. So uh-huh. terraphilic essentially means we're lover of, lo- lovers of the earth, sustainable Company built on technology and working focusedly towards uh, hemp and the usage of hemp products. Our aim is to kind of hopefully someday change lifestyles. It's it's honestly the one plant humanity needs for sustenance. Because you yeah. can do everything. Right? Like, stop so, worshipping
0: tulsi and all. It's all passe. Like, j- just grow a marijuana plant.
1: <laughs> well, honestly, to each his own. If growing tulsi brings you uh, relief, uh, please go for it. You know, growing plants is great. Grow any plant, worship any plant. Uh, it's, it's helpful for the environment at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, that but, actually makes yeah. sense. Grow anything, like whatever makes you happy.
1: So the thing is in India where uh, we've got a very unique history with the plant, right? And essentially, the, also the laws around it are super vague and are super gray. It's left to a lot of people's uh, discretion.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but there, there is one very clear law, uh, you know, according to the NDPS Act, which is our Central Narcotics Act.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: uh, you're allowed to grow and produce uh, hemp. Basic difference between hemp and uh, and you know the other like the standard uh, MJ plant is the fact that hemp has less than 0.3 percent of THC, okay. uh, which essentially makes it. Uh, you, know, like you can smoke a whole field and you won't get high, right? Because 0.3 percent THC is nothing. Yes, yes. And mm-hmm. THC is the component that gets you high. Any yeah. any person worth salt would know that. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're technically allowed to grow hemp and and create products from it. But the central government has allowed it. But it's put that mandate on state governments to give Mm -hmm. licenses. Okay. Now, because there's so much lack of education and state governments don't really understand the difference between, you know, what is hemp and what is the actual smokable variety. Mm -hmm. uh, Only one state in India has actually legalized the production and cultivation of this. Oh, which which one? Uttarakhand, of course. Yeah, so that's what we're venturing into because we believe that hemp, anyway, as a, you know, smoking aside, but hemp is a, as a plant, uh, cannabis as a plant, mm-hmm. is actually one of the, like, miraculous plants in the world. It has over 50,000 uses. And everything that you make is more durable than what your normal products are. It's more eco friendly to grow, you know, 10 times lesser water than cotton uh okay. and the growth cycle is like three to four months at max whereas you know any crop takes at least six months to seven months to to really grow up to cultivation uh and with hemp you can make any and every lifestyle product right you can eat it you can wear it uh you can put it in cars you can put it in buildings uh, uh so we've just made hempcrete uh which is basically concrete made out of hemp oh. um and That's yeah it's just
0: yeah
1: europe europe actually has been leading the wave on hempcrete solutions Uh, I didn't know anything
0: about that. Like that's a revelation for me right now.
1: So imagine you can make stones out of hemp and uh, to give you a history lesson, uh, I'm sure you've heard of the Ajanta Elora caves.
0: Yes, yes. Uh,
1: And uh, the Ajanta caves are actually made out of stones. Don't tell
0: (laughs) me. Yeah. Yeah?
1: And that's Yeah, in fact scientists say that that's the reason why they've survived so many million years of neglect.
0: Dude, Uh, I want to live in a house which is made of hemp creed.
1: Well, if uh, the governments allow us, hopefully soon.
0: So cool.
1: Yeah, and hempcrete is super cool because uh, what it does is it's actually, it's it's like a natural air purifier as well. So what it does is it's, it's, imagine it sucks out, sucks carbon from the atmosphere and then over time makes itself stronger. So it's not only an air purifier, it's also like self-healing, like the most sustainable thing ever, right? Because, well, you're not using concrete, you're not creating havoc in the environment, you're not cleaning. Of course,
0: it's very eco-friendly, there's no pollution, it's all green and nice. Is it green though? (laughs)
1: It's not green, unfortunately.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like imagine having greenhouses all around the lane. So um, by now, I'm sure you've realized this is not like a regular interview. I mean, let's just pretend like we're best friends and let's chat, okay?
1: I could could do that.
0: Okay, so I have some quick questions for you that I've jointly prepared with myself.
1: That was such a good pun. Not.
0: Not? (laughs) So now wait for the questions. You're going to hate me even more. (laughs) okay so question number first on podcast um, while you wait for the waiter in that moment what do you become
1: oh my god you become a waiter
0: yourself (laughs) (laughs) but you know we never realized this in our own lives that we are fucking waiters
1: dude what do you want and where can I get it
0: Mm -hmm. okay second question Why is it called taking a dump if you're actually leaving it?
1: (laughs) Well, why is it called a building when it's already built?
0: Ah, I guess we're on the same thing then. (laughs) (laughs) Question number third. Tell me one strain that you want to taste, like, you know, you've been waiting for.
1: Well, um, a couple of years back, I heard of this strain called the Corrupt Moon Rock. Uh, Corrupt Moon
0: Rock. Wow, that's sexy.
1: C u r u p t. Yeah. Uh, there's actually a rapper called Corrupt,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, that's his chain. Oh. And I actually heard, not heard, but I actually read somewhere that Snoop Dogg smoked it and just completely lost his shit. Ah. And I really want to smoke something that makes Snoop Dogg lose his shit.
0: Yes understand me? Federal re- regulated. <laughs> <laughs> Suckers <laughs> innovated. And definitely hydrated and penetrated. To get to your mind grant and give you what you missing. That moon rock, baby. Uh-oh. So N, tell us four people who you think, you know, smoke up, but have not come out in public. And these have to be, like, public figures. Maybe any, like, politicians, celebrities, uh, journalists, who you think are, like, always, you know, on something, but obviously they are behind the scenes.
1: Well... I think uh, think Obama.
0: Oh, Obama has admitted that he does. He used to. He used to, correct. He used to.
1: I think he still does.
0: Of course. (laughs) Uh,
1: Who else? I think Arnav Goswami is smoking some really heavy sativas.
0: Yeah, that's why no wonder he wears shades in the flight.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. (laughs) Um, Who else? I think Rahul Gandhi.
0: Ah, perpetually high.
1: And uh, I, I want to believe that Shashi Tharoor also smokes because he's way too cool.
0: You know, when I was growing up, I used to find Shashi Tharoor really hot.
1: Before he killed his wife.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then all my <laughs> dreams were shattered. <laughs> okay, but any, anyone in the Bollywood scene?
1: Well, I think Ayushman Kurana looks like a stoner.
0: Yeah, man.
1: And he'd be a damn good stoner. I think. He's I think
0: he'll be a kick-ass stoner. It'll be so good to like chill with him, no?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I like, doesn't start singing da Rang and <laughs> otherwise. I'm- I think
0: Radhika Apte would be a great stoner.
1: I think she is. I think she would be.
0: Yeah. People, you know, who are listening to us right now, who do you think could be a great stoner? Like, just put your comments. Um, let's start back from square one. Uh, tell us the first basic thing. You know, you just mentioned about THC and CBD a while back. Dono are ही माँ you know, but they're weirdly different. Tell us more about that.
1: Well, okay, so the ma is cannabis, right? That's the plant. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Mary cannabis Jane. Is
0: plant. actually, yeah. we do
1: not use the word marijuana because it has some racist undertones across the world. And there was mm-hmm. a reason why. It was called. So I prefer cannabis.
0: Okay. Uh, but
1: that's me. Um, yeah. So the plant is actually made up of over 400 chemicals, like chemical elements, rather. And mm-hmm. two of those uh, elements are THC and CBD. Uh, science still does not know all the elements that are there on the cannabis plant, but these two are the are the most famous because they've been you know in usage for a long time. And the basic difference between THC and CBD is that THC is the element that makes you high; it gives you that euphoric feeling when you uh, when you ingest um, you know any cannabis product. And CBD is actually interestingly is the high cutter; it will actually it it actually cuts the high of THC. And a really good balance of the both is required for you to actually have a good experience. But essentially, if you isolate uh, both of them, CBD is also CBD also has so many medical properties, and it has it's so good for a lot of um, you know a lot of ailments. It, it actually can solve over a hundred ailments, you know, right down from pain relief to inflammation to period pains in women uh, to a whole lot of other things. So that's why CBD is famous across the world. It's really safe. Uh, right from, you know,
0: these things to even like I read, I was reading about it, like you know, even glaucoma, cancer, like a lot of big shit in life is also treated by this. Yeah. So
1: the thing with cannabis is honestly, while, uh, you know, as, as, a, as an activist, I would definitely want to believe that it solves everything. Uh, but we also have to be true to science. There's just not enough research done to conclusively prove a lot of ailments. Uh, mm-hmm. But yes, ailments like pain relief and inflammation have had a lot of research on. So that's conclusively proven uh epilepsy mm. interestingly has been yes proven yes, US yes. just uh, recognized cannabis as uh, you know as a solution for epilepsy yes in fact the reason uh, cbd got famous was you know a few years back uh, there was a case in uh, yeah in denver in colorado where a family had had to move because their child her name was uh, charlotte is charlotte you know unfortunately she was just 5 years old and had epilepsy and at one point she was having more than 100 seizures a day uh yeah. and They at that time used to stay in, I think, North Carolina or some other state where medical marijuana wasn't legal, Mm -hmm. uh, medical cannabis wasn't legal. So they had to move to uh, Colorado uh, because it was just getting too much. Like it was just a five-year-old poor kid, right? And nothing was working on her. Uh, And they met a group of brothers um, who used to grow, you know, medical cannabis. And they actually created a special strain which had literally like almost zero THC and it was only CBD. Uh, Mm -hmm. and that actually solved her epilepsy she went from over 100 seizures a day to less than 5 a week
0: yeah I read a similar story in India also
1: yeah there are enough stories in India but like this is the thing that got uh, CBD into the you know into the Uh, mainstay and the strain was from Charlotte's Web Uh, they named the strain after the girl uh, and they now kind of give free you know CBD medicines to a lot of kids across America
0: so I have learnt a new word today Hempreneurship I'm sure you have too um, Also THC is uh, basically what you high. And CBD is karke you look bhi kuch nahi will Time now for a quick short little break You guys don't go anywhere Wow that But you guys don't go anywhere Mr. N will be back with all his gyan and dope So yeah, with jamming Did you take a puff?
1: like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store
0: aap sun rahe hai, podcast with garima agli peshkash hai podcast playlist all right guys uh, time now for podcast playlist so yes let's start with the playlist countdown number 1 on the podcast playlist is this song, one of my office colleagues, he introduced me to this song um, on the early ceiling. People from Bombay, give me a cheer, come on, Yeah. Okay, the song is called Crazy by Ornette. This song will literally give you chills. It's a great deep house track. One of those songs which you wanna play like when you're speeding your car at 120 or something. Very uh, hypnotic by this French pop singer. I'm sure you like it. And I keep on working I can see that the trees are calling back the leaves Sunday was a shattering day better keep on working Time for song number 2 on the Popcast Playlist So there you go guys uh, This song is called Dil Be Parva By Pratik Kuhar and Uncle Tiwari This song is, you know, like holding a hot cup of coffee while you're tucked in bed. Maybe like Delhi winters would best justify. Yeah, people in Bombay talking about the Bombay winters. Yeah, just fuck off. You know, this song is like sprinkles of love and glitter. Or maybe I'm just too blazed. Go check it out! सब Tora कहा थोड़ा थोड़ा समझा भी मगर दिल ये I didn't realize that was so mellow. Our time now for the next song on the podcast playlist. Well, get ready to go in the time machine because this is where it all began from. Give it up for Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa for teaching us the ultimate goal. Live young, wild and free. So what, we get drunk. So what, we smoke weed. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. Cause you know I'm high as fuck and I forgot one. Keep that in there.
1: Oh. So what? I keep them rolled up, sagging my pants, not caring what I show. Keep it real with my niggas, keep it player for these hoes. And look clean, don't it? Watched it the other day, watch how you lean on it. Eat me some 501 jeans on and roll joints bigger than King Kong's fingers and smoke them hoes down to the stingers. You a class clown, and if I skip for the damn with your bitch, smoking grade so hey. uh, A.
0: Alright, podcasters, the next song on the playlist of this special 420 episode is literally the Iduki gold of this playlist. The first time I saw this video, um, the song's video, I couldn't finish it. The video is looped so beautifully, it's actually like an art. It's sick, I'm not kidding. And surprisingly, this Iduki pot song is called Kerala, which is the birthplace of Iduki gold. It's by this British artist called Simon Green who goes by the name Bonobo. Great job, Mr. Green. You know what I mean. Time for song number five. The song is called Bhor Bhai Panghatpe. Well, these guys are kind of new into the whole scene, but they are sick AF. Like, don't forget to listen to them and watch their crazy videos. The band is called Kone Kone. Um, they produce some kick-ass electronic music. The video is sort of like a deja vu of uh, Kerala. It's a quick montage of the same shots and this shit is super trippy the songs are very pop culture retro and you know classic rebooted with so much dope so yeah check them out Right, guys we have the anonymous user aka n okay so tell me um what are your like best places to talk up
1: well of course himachal is the best place like people tell me that uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> very subtle
1: <laughs> some nice villages there uh so i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a mountain person out and out so i just tell you the mountains sure uh go there it's the vibe's great, the people are great, the music's amazing. Um, but if you, if you ask me across the world, uh, my favorite place across the world uh, to partake is Portugal. Um, and especially Porto as the city. My wife and I went there a few years back. And Portugal, interestingly, was one of the first countries to decriminalize all drugs. They decriminalized drugs in 2002, which included yeah, cannabis.
0: They have decriminalized all of them, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, it's not really a crime there. It's, uh, you could be fined if you're, of course, creating trouble.
0: They but, actually uh, did that to uh, cut on the overdose, if I'm not wrong.
1: Yes, and it's, in fact, help them a lot. They, some reports yeah. some say that, uh, that overdose has gone down by over 37% uh, in some areas. And Porto is amazing. If you've been there, if you've been there or had to go there, please. It's, it's just one of the most romantic cities I've been to. Great wine, great people. Um, and recently California has been amazing as well. California has, of course, legalized. Oh, there yes, racism.
0: yes, yes. Must be like a paradise for you, no?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, man. It's quite cool. And What's Californians- the one
0: major difference that you see in California in terms of the smoking up scene and in Himachal?
1: So, I think, um, Himachal people smoke to relax and it's very communal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course they're only smoking hash. Um, and it's it's almost like cultural, right? It's a culture thing in Himachal because it's a part of literally everyone's uh, growing up. In fact, in Uttarakhand, by the way, they have this thing called uh, bhangi chutney. Uh, it's a it's a local delicacy. So they basically ground up the hemp seeds and make it into a chutney. Every household has it. Chote what si chota I yeah they can't they can't live without it because it's such an in, like such an important and part of what's their culture. it
0: like is it bitter sweet tangy that's
1: the important part of hemp, right it doesn't have taste you can make it anything you want you can make it tangy, you can make it sweet, you can make it really spicy, you can make it like a bloody hummus oh whatever my works God. for you yeah.
0: so, like and have you tried food.
1: yes uh because I go to Uttarakhand a lot now I tried uh Quite a few varieties. Went to a few people's houses. Uh, one, in fact, one guy that we, uh, one guy's house that we went to, uh, who was helping us out with the uh, with the land. Uh, his mother had just made some fresh bhanki chutney for us. It was amazing.
0: It so, was what just, did that taste like? That was a little spicy.
1: Oh, so ah,
0: yay! I uh, wanted to hear spicy. <laughs>
1: yeah, I really liked it. Uh, California is is honestly, I think it's more. Uh, it's more focused it's business everybody's running around trying to make a life out of themselves so it's not really like a communal thing it's not really you know do with a whole bunch of people and have like a full you know scene around it it's just you're doing your own thing it's almost like smoking a cigarette there Um, yeah in fact if you go to San Francisco people hate smoking cigarettes like they're very health conscious Um, but
0: they smoke cannabis cigarettes
1: so they just smoke cannabis, right? And it's, yeah. it's healthy. It, and because it's legal there, so there are new technologies that have come in. There are new products that have come in. Uh, when I went there a year back, I did something called a DAB. Uh, and a DAB mm. is essentially an extract of THC. I did something which was 97% THC.
0: Whoa. And you have survived. I'm <laughs>
1: never going to do that again. But it was super healthy, right? Because it's just vapor.
0: What happens when you take 97% THC?
1: I wish I remembered. Nothing? <laughs> no no, it was amazing i think um i just walked around san francisco i think for like a few hours uh everything was really nice uh i was really thirsty really really thirsty yeah but yeah but it's amazing it's really healthy like i said you just you just burn that so it's essentially just taking in vapor so there's no tar there's no you know there's no paper there's no nothing
0: oh like a dream but do you think, you know, India will ever legalize cannabis for recreational use, obviously? Um, what do you have to say on that?
1: So I'm hopeful. Uh, a, I think some part of cannabis for recreational usage is already legalized because, well, everybody knows about the relationship of India with bhang and Yeah. Angoli. So yeah, technically, and it's a very, like I said, it's a very gray area in India right now because technically edibles are allowed uh, yeah. as long as they're right bhang. But smoking is not. So I feel, you know, the world has to wake up and, and India is going to be hopefully leading the charge because we have such a rich history with the plant and the usage. Um, both recreationally, one of our gods is suppo- you know, is supposed to be a stoner.
0: But this is so funny in our country, you know, like you said, edibles are okay. Bhang is okay. So the leaf is fine, but the bud is a problem.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, that's what it is
0: if you have to predict which year india will be you know like decriminalized then what do you think how many years away are we from
1: honestly i have i'm very optimistic about it i hope in the next 10 years we should be we should be good because honestly i i feel that the world is also waking up to uh, you know this thing called ayurveda uh, mm-hmm. and and the usage and the benefits of just being more organic and more true to the world uh, sorry true to nature and, uh, India has always been leading the pack. Uh, and, yes. and I feel because of our rich heritage, uh, even the current government has a very, at least a very strong agenda around promoting Indian and really kind of rekindling the lost glory or the lost arts of India. We also got yeah. Mr. Ramdev, you know, who's a giant now in the space of FMCG and, and who knows, he wants to start something around marijuana.
0: Yeah, like, a uh, Ganja Dantmanjan. You know, surprisingly, <laughs> by
1: the way, I'll give you one more insight, uh, Technically, even THC is legal in India under Ayurveda. There are a bunch of companies in India who now have started selling cannabis-infused uh, Ayurveda products as well.
0: Do you use any? Can you recommend any to our listeners?:
1: There's a yeah, well, there's a company called Vedi Herbals. It's uh, based out of Arisa. Um great products, great branding, uh, transparent. You have to, of course, upload a prescription because it's a prescription-based medicine only. So you have to see an Ayurveda doctor, or if, in fact, they can also help you with that. They have Ayurveda doctors on their panel. Uh-huh.
0: Um, so one last question: um, well, it tarifolic like on the same lines, like you guys are, or you guys are doing something about the hemp?
1: Yeah, we're honestly focused on hemp, and how we're a little different is that we are not—we're not really a brand. We want to be the backbone of the system. For example, the first few products that we're trying to get out in, in, from our production facility. Is uh, first is the, is hempseed oil, uh, because uh, hempseed oil is used both in application in like moisturizers and stuff.
0: Oh, oh even uh, cooking oil? Because many
1: applications rather. Yes, and it's also used in cooking, and it's uh, it's better than olive oil. It has better. So hemp seeds, in fact, ha- have the perfect combination of omega three, six, and nine.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so it's like a superfood. It'll keep you healthy. Um, so that's one we're also trying to create the cellulose give that to the paper industry uh, and change paper because mm-hmm. we're cutting down a lot of trees which take years and years to grow yeah uh, so why not do that with a, with a crop that takes less than three months or less than four months to grow correct uh, and give you the same quality the same durability but has such less harm on the environment yeah uh, so, and, and the good thing is that paper, the paper manufacturers don't really have to change anything. It's the same cellulose. They're just pretty much changing the cellulose type. So they don't have to change their production facilities. They don't have to change anything in their supply chain. Uh, they can just replace this product. Uh, and hopefully this is going to be the way to go.
0: Yeah, this is such a holistic plan that I can see happening so soon. Because, I mean, plan of doing it sustainably and eco-friendly is the need of the hour actually but thank you so much this was really interesting talking to you and uh, we look forward to getting you back soon on the episode and wishing you all the best for Terrifalik
1: thank you and I hope you're gonna call this one podcast and not popcast
0: of course this one is podcast
1: awesome
0: (laughs) and you guys well if you're still listening how are you doing Well, time for me to now bid you my bye. But before I go, here's my favorite segment. 90s pop. Tell me the song. You know the drill. Go on popcast Instagram handle. This time, comment. Hashtag, hashtag. And I will see you again with the next episode. Bye, potheads. Happy 420.